Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM, The Answer. And a good morning, everybody. It is the second day of February 2024. Very nice to have you here. I'm just going to say one thing, everybody. You just, okay, Groundhog Day, wonderful movie, 30 ish years ago. Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, wonderful film, stupid holiday. The stupid Groundhog did not see its shadow, uh, which apparently means an early spring, or, or does it? Because people looked into this and said, how often does the stupid Groundhog, you know, predict the early onset of spring? And 60% of the time, the stupid Groundhog is wrong. So the the groundhog is the Biden economic advisor of of weather prognostication. So, and what is that thing's life like? I mean, where's PETA when you really need them? So anyway, the Groundhog Day thing has happened up in Punxsutawney. That's great. A bunch of people standing around in top hats. And but but apparently it's early spring in Texas. We always get early spring. It's the twelve seasons of Texas. It's twelve. It's eighty. It's 20 it's 70 it's texas and uh and that's that, that's fantastic but more importantly or at least as importantly as nothing's more important than it's texas but certainly uh, on on the list of things that are important it ain't just texas it's friday wow i feel good i feel good ow i feel good i feel good i feel good you want me to say i feel good i feel i feel good i would So we crashed the gate doing 98 as says, let them truckers roll 10-4. Does this work? James Brown into C.W. McCall? I'm going to say yes. In view of the convoy that is uh, front of mind. All right. So that's what we have. We have the Take Our Borders Back convoy on its way to the border as we speak. Congressman Keith Self will join us one hour from now. He's going to be down there. He may be down there already awaiting this thing. Uh, Also uh, hooking up somewhere mid-state to ride on down there. Bless her heart. Sarah Palin plugged in now, so the mama bear's involved. And um, it, it is a gesture intended to signal frustration that we uh, have lost control of our borders. We have relinquished control of our borders. We haven't relinquished them to uh, I- invading hordes of immigrants. That, that's, that's, they're just doing what they naturally wish to do when there is no impediment. What we have relinquished is control of our borders to the current ruling class. We have, have told 
the Biden White House by electing them that that we're okay with this. And by unelecting them in November, we will make clear that we are not okay with this. As um, we're going to welcome our buddy Mike Gallagher for our Friday M&M visit coming up 735. And as we wrapped up our segment yesterday, we were talking about the various uh, you know ways in which you know Trump will be positioning himself as the apparent nominee in order to beat Biden, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously, a lot of it is ideological. A lot of it is is the fact the fact that we are pro life and they are not. The fact that we like the lower taxes and they do not. The fact that uh, uh, we are environmentally sane and they are not. Stuff like that. But there there's this growing list of issues that are not particularly political. They're just common sense, and and we own them. I mean, it is common sense to want a country with borders. It is common sense to want a functioning economy. It's common sense to want a productive education. It's, I got to tell you, these are things, and this, I keep going back to 1968. Nixon was not a particularly engaging and likable politician, but he offered a return to normalcy uh, at a time when Democrats seemed that they were just crazy quilt. And uh, and that's how he won. And then won once and then won by a landslide four years later. So it's um, with I I know that a Trump candidacy is fraught with all kinds of uh, all kinds of, um, uh, you know, white knuckle adventures. I know Uh, a lot of the things that were perceived as, as as terrible and as hazardous have actually empowered him further. And um, I don't know. We'll talk to Mike about what his his mood is as we uh, enter the first weekend of February. Uh, The Super Bowl is not this weekend. And it's funny. There are two things I've said about the Super Bowl for a long time. Uh, One I've probably relented on, and that's the two-week delay. I'm pretty okay with that. I need the breather. It's nice to have a weekend because I've been watching a lot of football. And it's been extremely entertaining. Except for the the Cowboys uh, yakking it up against the Cowboy, and I hope that Dan Quinn puts that defense on the field now that he is in Washington. Look at all these Cowboys assistants going to division rivals. You know, Wunderkind Kellen Moore, our former offensive coordinator, is now going to run the offense in Philadelphia. Dan Quinn, our our star defensive coordinator, will now be the head coach in Washington. Boy, what a sweet gig that is! Woof. Anyway, um, so we'll, we'll see how that uh, how that all pans out. But it's been entertaining, and now we have Kansas City, San Francisco, which which sets up great, gives me an easy, obvious rooting interest. I love Patrick Mahomes. I love Andy Reid. Uh, love Kansas City's a great town. I like dynasties. I don't even want to say their names. Everybody's so sick of this. The whole Taylor and Travis thing. Whatever. That'll that'll that's fine. Whatever. Um, but. But it's I've I've often said why why the two week delay, you know why do we need the why do we need the two week delay? And now I kind of get it. The one thing that I will continue to rail, especially with you know what, especially with the two week delay. If they had a, if it was only just one week, it was you know every week boom 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 and then Super Bowl. My idea here shared I know by you. Would not work because you don't want to give people six days to prep for the Super Bowl. But 13 is fine. The Super Bowl should always, 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 always be on a Saturday. Why do you have just this big old party and have just everybody just with uh, the 
the the the party button you know mashed down until and especially on the east coast where it's gonna be eleven o'clock before the everything's done. And it, it's and why, they ought to do that on a Saturday. Ought to do it on a Saturday. All right, there are all kinds of things we ought to do, large scale, small scale. In terms of politics, sports, the popular culture. So bring it. 866-660-5759. Your Friday thoughts. 866-660-5759. That's how you get us uh, via the phones. That's how you get us on the Patriot Mobile text line. And before we begin our topical adventure, Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America where our Constitution is honored, our schools and public spaces are safe, our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we protect the unborn and we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our great state of Texas, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything, and we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. So, um... The actual president, uh, speaking of prayer, found himself in a, a, a prayerful stance yesterday morning. I'm always a big fan of the uh, national prayer breakfast. It is always a good thing for whoever the president of the United States is to attend this. So, um, listen, if I offer up a prayer each day, uh, let's see if there's uh, – let, let's uh, let's offer up – the president and um, see what we think of uh, it's about 34 seconds here and uh, how he wraps uh, how he wraps this up. My prayer for all of you in my church, we've taken the 22nd Psalm and turned it into a, a hymn. It says, and he will raise you up on eagles wings and bear you on the breath of dawn and make you to the shine like the sun. Until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. That's sincerely my prayer to all of you. We have really tough, tough differences. We really go at one another. But remember, let's remember who the hell we who we are. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, remember who the hell we are. Amen. Um, I know who you are in this listenership, and let me hit you with this real quick, and then we'll dive into topicality and calls and all kinds of things. Eight six six. Six six zero five seven five nine. We have begun our Food for the Poor campaign, and we thank you enormously for what you have already done just a couple of days in. And in uh, times past, I've brought you back stories from Guatemala and Haiti holding these children whose lives you have saved. And it is particularly during tough times in America that we are all just doubly, triply, quadruply uh, appreciative of what you are able to do. And through a generous matching gift, you know what we're able to do this year through the campaign? We are able, with a one-time gift of $80, to feed two children for a year. Now, we all have our challenges in our lives, uh, all kinds of challenges. But I don't know about you, but at least I'm going to eat today. I've been to places where that's not such a sure thing. I've been to places and seen moms 
who have struggled to have X amount of food for X amount of days and have to divvy it up among two or three kids and, you know, which kid does or does not get a full plate or which, it's, just, it's, it's impossible to even think about. But what is a joy to think about is the degree to which relief and life change has been brought to these impoverished places across Latin America and the Caribbean by you. So this year's Food for the Poor campaign goes like this. Uh, click go to 660 AM the answer click give life the food for the banner uh, food, food for the poor banner and uh, and 80 bucks and uh, you feed two kids for a year 160 it's four kids or a family of that size you can do the math uh, maybe the math is you ain't got 80 bucks lying around right now totally understand got 10 got 20 thanks four people give us 20 we just fed a couple of kids for a year whatever the amount you can click what you got there or customize it Go to click the Give Life banner at 660amtheanswer.com. As we begin, we always begin our show in a stance of prayer. Let's take that prayer and turn it to action and do what we are called to do for the least among us. Thank you so much. You can also text Mark to 93999. Text Mark, in ARK to 93999. It goes, whoop, gives you the link where you can donate. Don't automatically do anything. Don't worry about that. It gives you the, the linkage where you can do it. So go to the 660amtheanswer.com website. Click Give Life and just the, what's, let's begin your day. It's an incredibly great feeling to begin your day having done something, having given of yourself, having reached out in this way. It is just a wonderful feeling. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, we did talk about uh, the 80 bucks that feeds two kids. We'll do the math on how many kids this is going to feed. We're doing the very special things for folks who really pony up. We're very grateful. Want to come hang out with me in the 9 o'clock hour? Usually by the time we get to the 9 o'clock hour, it's called Stuff I Haven't Gotten To Yet. little freewheeling, little unstructured, like the rest of the show has structure. And, uh, and sometimes we bring folks in here and that's three grand. So I better make it good. And I will, everybody who's done it, loves it. We'll have some repeat visitors this year. So get ready. 3000 at food for the poor. And you're in here with me, nine o'clock hour. You pick the bumper tunes, you pick the topics, whatever you want to do. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of a heart for service. I'm here at your beck and call as we spend a nine o'clock hour, uh, slinging hot topics or whatever you want to do. Cause it's your money. 3000 at 660 a.m. The Click the uh, Give Life banner. Once you do that, you'll get the e receipt. Just send that to Rhonda and say, Hey, hook me up. Let's go. And you send it to Rhonda at Mark Davis Show at gmail.com. Mark Davis Show at gmail.com. Let's say you ain't got 3000 lying around. I understand. You got a grand? Uh, X number of people that are grand apiece. We put together Zoom gatherings. Uh, Rhonda's at her house. She sets it all up. I'm at my place. You're wherever you are. And we get the little gaggles of people, like six or seven. We don't crowd it up really crazy. We want to keep it intimate. And uh, we do a little Zoom thing on a given evening. That's a 1,000 at 660amtheanswer.com. Click Give Life. And if you do the 1,000 and say, hey, let's do the Zoom thing, and uh, she'll coordinate the dates and all that, and you get to Rhonda at, at uh, markdavisshow at gmail.com, markdavisshow at gmail.com. All right. Um, let me pause, come back, and let's talk about this convoy and what the anticipation for that is. It's going to be a big attention to the border weekend. How is that going to shake out? Mark Davis, 721. So it's about 1971, and Alice Cooper is singing about being 18. He was about 23 by then, but hey. On Sunday, Alice Cooper turned 76. And man, these were some great albums. Killer, Love It to Death, Welcome to My Nightmare. And it was all a bit. Kiss was a bit. 
Black Sabbath was a bit. And uh, the album covers of note, uh, I mean, by the time the Kiss album came out, they're all, they all got the face paint and everything. Uh, I think my parents knew that was kind of a, just, just they were just having fun with us. But two album covers made my dad wonder about me. One of them was Edgar Winter's They Only Come Out at Night, which had Frankenstein and Freeride. Just Google Edgar Winter, They Only Come Out at Night. <laughs> and the other one was this one, Alice Cooper's Love It to Death, where the band looks, shall we say, not wholesome. <laughs> So anyway, but but the dirty little secret was from Edgar Winter to Alice Cooper to Kiss. It was just straight ahead, decent American rock and roll. Not, not even that much uh, disturbing. All right. Plenty disturbing at the border. And uh, we've got a convoy going to the border. Governor Abbott will be there with about 14 at least governors uh, on Sunday at Eagle Pass. And uh, it's 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 going it's it's just going to be an amazing thing. And I've got all kinds of coverage of this. What I want to do is just give you a couple of thoughts headed in. And then we'll hit the bottom of the hour news uh, with uh, with Nikki Whaley and then uh, have our chat with Mike. And what I want you to be thinking about as we work our way through the uh, through the coverage of this on Sunday is the degree to which it will be mocked. Uh, the degree to which it will be derided. Because it has to be. The leftist culture, the media culture, the Biden White House has to categorize in in the most uncomplimentary terms, those of us who are serious about the border when they are not. And in the billing for this, and again, Congressman Keith Self is going to join us uh, at 8.05. And uh, I'm looking at this, um, this, this poster for it, the Take Our Borders Back Convoy. Peaceful assembly convoy begins January 29th. They've been at it for a while. Uh, it'll be at Eagle Pass and Tucson and San Diego calling all truckers, bikers, law enforcement, veterans, military, elected officials, business owners, ranchers, and freedom-loving Americans. Make your voices heard. Roll with us. It has a website, takeourborderback.com. You can see the degree to which the Biden forces know they are getting their clocks cleaned on this in terms of the public opinion on it. And that is, you've, if you've caught this quote from Biden world in the last few days that, oh, we'll shut the border down if necessary. We'll shut the border down if necessary. Well, number one, it's been necessary for a while. Number two, they'll never do that. Or, or, or number three, and this is one of my favorite things, they'll say that, well, maybe there'll be like a three-mile stretch where they go, we're going to shut that down. Look, we shut the border down in like 5% of this Texas county. We did it. We said we were going to do it. They know they are absolutely on the losing end of this debate with the American people. And that's what I'm talking about. Let me bounce some of this on Mike, off of Mike. Education, borders, the economy. Uh, we're, we're on the common sense side of these things. So let's, uh, let's explore as we, uh, wind down a, a week of political news and news events. Let's see what's going on with our buddy, Mike. And that's next. Mark Davis, 660 AM, the answer, 730. Nikki Whaley is in the newsroom. The little things you do together, do together, do together, that make Perfect relationships. Ring a bell. Stephen Sondheim. Who's singing? That make marriage Is that a uh, Lane Stritch? Bingo! We have a winner. 
You can't, you can't get any Broadway stuff past me. I, 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 exactly right. And, that, and by the way, and by the way, that's a young Elaine Stritch. You can hear it in her voice because you know is, she got older. That, she's a little raspy. That is from the original cast recording of something, a little tune called "The Little Things You Do Together." And listen, Elaine Stritch, born this date, nineteen twenty-five, lived like eighty-nine, passed away in twenty-fourteen. Saw because you mentioned her a lot. Was she a, yeah, a lady like you saw um, pretty frequently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a Broadway legend, and she there's a documentary about her life uh, that was in her later years very sad. I mean, she was kind of alone in the Pierre Hotel, and just a but just a New York original. She just was a real hoofer. Uh, you know, she understudied for Merman, and just uh, just a great life. You know, so I, I love her phrase, and it applies to all of us. Everybody's got a bag of rocks. <laughs> that was her line. And she and we do. We all carry around a bag of rocks. There's always something going on. Incidentally, I ordered your exorcist book yesterday on yes. Amazon. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, note about actually can I say something about Amazon real quick? Sure. When it works, it's great. <laughs> but when it But oh, no. when it doesn't, right. look what they did. I ordered something a week or so ago. Right. And I live in a in a high rise condo building. Mm-hmm. With a with a with a concierge at the front desk, right, twenty four seven. Once in a while, the guy goes to the bathroom. So last week, the Amazon delivery guy or gal, I don't know who, right. shows up, and you know Kyle at the desk is at the is went to the bathroom. So they just leave. They don't leave the package. It came like at eight o'clock oh, at night. Oh, all right. Mm. So they said, I get this notification. Notice uh, a d- delivery was attempted but unable to. Pre- you know what they they never brought it back. And so after like four days, I'm thinking, are you gonna try to deliver it again? Right. Never did. And then yesterday I see we've given you a refund on the item that was unable to be Whoa, delivered. So okay. once, isn't uh, that weird? It's uh, a strange thing with Amazon. I mean, it, it, but it is. It's it is funny. I was well, it's not like night. FedEx. I, I, I'm trying to think of the times I've had FedEx. Sometimes FedEx things require signature so, okay. or something, you know, etc. Weird. Um, it's a strange thing with I'm Amazon. Getting, I mean, it, I'm getting something is, in my right it, it ear, funny. Matt. I don't know if it's my end or your. There, it just went away. Thank you, boy. Don't let that happen again. Anyway, FedEx Uh-oh. brings something to you, and they and then if they, if it done, if you're not there and they need a signature, they ultimately leave a sticker that says, "Listen, why don't you come get it in our big warehouse at DFW yeah. Airport." Or something like that. So um, yeah, yeah. Well, and yesterday DHL came to my door, uh, and and uh, and I saw them on the little camera and knocked on the door. I'm obviously not there, but I can see him. I was on the air, so I can only multitask so far, you know, so so much. And they just left, didn't leave a notice, didn't even a note. So anyway, when life was, those are just my little problems. Everybody's got a, those are my bag of rocks on a on a Friday over a weird week. Um, your your book about the exorcist, though, mm-hmm. and what you told me yesterday set the theme for me. It set the t- set the table for my show. I was thinking a lot about the presence of evil and how that's all around us right now. And I, I suspect you'd agree. I mean, we got up is down, right is wrong right now. We're living in a time where Democrats are willing to vote against some Democrats voting against a measure to keep Hamas terrorists who, who committed October 7th out of America. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, 150 Democrats voted against deporting illegals who are convicted of DUI. Mm-hmm. I mean, there I saw cases last night of illegals who murdered people behind the wheel of a car because they were drunk. And a hundred, and this isn't just Ayanna Presley and Cori Bush, Mark. No. A hundred and fifty of them voted against deporting illegals. This case out of New York with the, the, the illegals who beat the two cops, 
is become such a metaphor. It's on the front page of today's New York Post, and the and the one punk giving the middle finger to the cameras. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's Biden's Willie Horton moment. Because that sums it all up, Mark, and we're seeing people defend evil, people act like evil is righteous and good, and that good is somehow evil. You say it every day in your prayer, but it does. It, it, it Evil is all around us. That's why The Exorcist, that book that, and, I, and incidentally, Night Mother, isn't that a, isn't that a um, psycho reference from the Tony Perkins movie? I believe What's so. Night yes. Mother? I, 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 I read the book and I don't really know. The book is by Marlena, night- Marlena Williams, and the book is called Night Mother, A Personal yeah, and Cultural that? History of the Exorcist. I have no idea. What's that for? That's so interesting. Got nothing. Somebody will tell us. Yeah. Anyway, uh oh, we're 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 getting and we're getting a lot of notes about <laughs> audio. I love I love co- comments about audio problems. We can only hear Mark. We cannot hear you on the M M&M and M experience. Oh, you're you are only in my left ear. Yeah, something's goofy. Which today. is weird. Something's well, a little anyway, something's a little right. odd. Oh well, we'll get the we'll get Eric and and Christian and uh, Matt and Rhonda and all the good folks to fix that up because apparently they can't hear yeah, me. They can only goofy, hear which is you. weird. Something's well, a little, anyway, something's something's a little right. odd. Very strange. Oh, well. Very strange day today. Should we indeed? Should we reboot? Should uh, we kick the gerbil? You know what? Uh, I tell you what. Because I don't think people yeah, are okay, hearing. Okay, well, well, that will we'll take it a break and then and shall we? Can we do that real quick? Because that's the only way to do it. Okay, uh, we'll continue in just a moment. All right. Talk to me, Goose. Okay, so see what happens? Yep. See what I mean about the devil? Yep. And exorcist and demons? Well, the devil still has yep. you only in my left ear. That'll teach us. That'll mm-hmm. teach us. Anyway, let's well, fight I don't know it. what's going on. We tried to test it. I tried to test it, but they said we couldn't test on the break. But but a lot of people are saying we can hear fine. So exactly. it must be just in some platforms. You know what's weird, Mark, about the world we live in? We have about 20 different platforms where people hear you and me. Mm-hmm. It's not just radio anymore. And so what's cool with this text line, which I love, is I've asked people when we have audio problems to tell me. And they and our text line is 800-655-6453. And somebody will say, hey, Mike, I'm on the iHeart app, and you're distorted today. And then I'll go, hey, Eric. <laughs> people, Christian, tell, people tell me I'm distorted every day. <laughs> no kidding. But we can get it fixed because our audience is our best measure of what's going wrong. Because wrong, how do we keep track? Rhonda and those guys, how do you keep track of 20 platforms? So apparently most people are hearing both of us fine, but one or two of the apps I don't know if it's the 660 AM app or the mic, whatever. Well, app I don't. Well, the, the, I'm only getting you in one of my earphone ears, so it ain't the app. It ain't nothing. It is. It might be in this building, or in our right. room, or in something, or or at your end. I have no idea. However, but most this people is are hearing us both fine. Yes, I think exactly. that's the good news. I, I am speaking of text line. Here, here's the the night mother reference refers to a dark mother, a, a mother who promotes darkness. <laughs> oh, that seems self evident. So I don't, just just I guess some some dark mystical reference, whatever. Well, so anyway, but there is a dark Dark, there is a darkness around. There sure us. is. And that's what I. That's what I mean by this, and that, and that's why. Thank you for for getting me going that way. You know, sometimes uh, you'll you'll plant a seed, and I'll start thinking about it, and I I, I ran with it, and people really appreciated that philosophical conversation we were mm-hmm. having yesterday. That's why the Mark Davis prayer is so meaningful every morning. It's why we got to return to our faith and prayer. I mean, there, there's stuff happening out of Washington that is so dark. You saw the news, right? That they've removed. Jack Smith has removed the Trump uh, trial from the calendar, mm-hmm. this mysterious, and now they're saying it tees it up for Alvin Bragg to dive in in New York. Well, I can interpret that pretty easily. 
You're going to have an easier time getting a New York conviction. So now let's get the the Washington, D.C. case over on the side. Let's hold that off. And then let's go for where we think we can really get a pound of flesh, go back to New York and get a New York tainted jury that hates Trump um, and and go to town. And this is, uh, you know, all this debate about 2020 and election interference. Will you tell me what's more a, a better example of election interference than attempting to prosecute and incarcerate the chief political representative of the Republican Party, Mark? Of course, especially when it weak. runs as deep, when it runs as deep as election officials in various states saying because of a contrived charge of insurrection th- that he shouldn't even be on the ballot and people should not be afforded the opportunity to even vote for the guy. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And and that's election interference, and we're witnessing in real time. We don't have to debate this. Nope. Of course this is election interference. And mm-hmm. if the timing is right, the Alvin Bragg case in New York in March and then maybe later in the summer, they could convict him right on the eve of the general election where he's going to be the GOP nominee. And every poll, New York Times poll came out, six of the seven battleground states, he wins. Right now, the media gets all excited about one outlier poll that shows Biden might win. But Trump is and he's in in front now. Imagine what happens now. What happens if he's convicted? Do people bail? Do people run off the Trump train or do they intensify it and say we're going to because Ty Cobb last night, the former Trump lawyer who who another one has turned on him. Mm-hmm. So he's no Trump fan. Trump, Ty Cobb told CNN or MSNBC or one of those places, if if he's convicted, it's inconceivable that he'll be incarcerated before inauguration day. He of said course. it can't happen. It won't. Wait, but you know what that means? Mm-hmm. If he's not incarcerated and on uh, the conviction doesn't hold, or he can he can pardon himself. Of course. And then that's what they're afraid of. I think that's what Ty Cobb is trying to warn people yep. of. What he doesn't understand is that's an invitation. Of course it is. Because that's why I want to vote for him. Because I want them, him to stick it to them and say, you're darn right, I'm going to pardon myself. You're not going to get away with this. And you've, you've asked it. the perfect predictive question. Everybody's crystal ball. What do we think will happen if there is an actual conviction? Is that the breaking point at which people go, uncle, I'm out, okay, you're surrendering to the swamp? Or does it simply intensify the resolve of his base? I can't magically know this. You can't. Nobody can. All I can do is extrapolate from what we've seen so far. As his legal problems have mounted, as the swamp has deepened its grip, all that's happened is the support for him has swelled. I can't yeah. imagine how all of a sudden, as it reaches a fever pitch, a crescendo, a climax of this drama, that all of a sudden all these people who have been supporting him, for what reason? Because they know what's happening is wrong, that once it reaches a, a crescendo of conviction, that all of a sudden they would then go, ah, I'm out. I, I think if he's convicted, he wins 40 states. I do, And I too. may not I be kidding. I don't think you're kidding. It's a landslide. I mean, Mike Allen at Axios writes that Trump believes he'd likely be convicted if the January 6th case comes to trial later this spring. If that's delayed, he could face a guilty verdict in the Manhattan case. And, of course, now we know that Trump's D.C. trial – here's the Washington Post headline. This is what they're salivating over. Mm -hmm. Trump's D.C. trial drops off the court's March calendar – clearing way for New York case. So back, you know, so that. So here's what what, what Mike Allen and Jim Vandehei are reporting over at Axis, Axios. He's got a conviction scenario. His theory is, I got to go to all these trials. I got to show up. 
I've got to, because he's genuinely angry about it, but he's also got to turn it into a, a campaign style event. Mm-hmm. He said, because he knows that it's winning for him. He'll rail against the judge, the charges, the timing. Um, a, a big part of the courtroom theatrics, according to sources, is more more a sort of political theater. Sure. Because Trump feels certain the more voters know this is a political pile-on, the better he'll do. And another reason the D.C. thing dropped off is is starting to be de-emphasized is I think they know that's their weakest case, that the insurrection nonsense is just a Liz Cheney fever dream, and that maybe their best chance is the New York stuff, which is more business-related. I think their best chance is the Florida document stuff, which is still stupid and double standard because they never touched Biden for doing largely the same thing. But uh, I, I, I've got this, this odd feeling that there may, I, that there may not be a conviction on any of them. I don't know what, well, why in the world I'm thinking this because it looks with her smoke. When I say with her smoke, there's fire. I don't mean for Trump's actual guilt. I mean for the degree, the the propensity of juries to hate him enough uh, that they try to tag him with something. But I, yeah, I don't but know. Bear in gonna, mind. Yeah, but bear in mind, I'm not taking any stock market tips from you because you're the guy that predicted that Taylor Swift won't endorse Biden. Yeah, let's see she? how that goes. Well, she will. She I, will. I think she will bag on Trump. She will talk about issues, maybe. But as far as I, I, I officially, this is you know, so I, I don't think she's going to endorse Biden. I think she's if too brand conscious. Mm-hmm. If it's a two-person race and she bags on Trump, isn't that a tacit endorsement of Biden? A tacit, yes, but that's not what you said, and that's not what endorse well, means. That's what it is. Oh, well, no, oh, you're, you're squirreling out now. No, 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 no. You said she would endorse, but endorse has a meaning. It means picture of her and Joe, imagery of her and Joe, proactive references positively. I endorse Joe. That's what you've predicted. Only what then will that? you be right. What does that mean? You mean, you, oh, you want her to use the word endorsement? Yes, that's because that, that, that it, 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 it has a meaning, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to you. Yes. The <laughs> or, or, or the, or the English language dictionary, sure it does. Let, yeah. Let's talk about Biden for anyway, a minute. Uh, Politico leaks a story that President Joe Biden oh, no. privately speaks of former President Trump in yes. sometimes vulgar terms. Yeah. What an effing a-hole the guy is. Mm-hmm. And he's a sick F. Mm-hmm. Now, this wasn't leaked. This was purposely leaked. That's yes. a message Biden wants to deliver. But you know what really aggravates and, and angers people? And I got it yesterday from both barrels from our listeners. Mm-hmm. A, a president who calls a grieving couple, a family who lost a daughter in 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 uh, this, this uh, Iranian attack in Jordan, mm-hmm. and Biden says to them, "I know what it feels because uh-huh. I lost a son uh, in Iraq." He keeps lying about his son, Bo, dying in Iraq. Yeah. And, Mark, it's it's infuriating. I heard you on this yesterday. and Let's let's lay down the, the Teflon that we honor Bo Biden and his service and all this. And, and nothing, please, just bless them and the family and their loss. But Joe keeps conflating this and as, as if he took a bullet, you know, in, in Fallujah. I mean, it's unbelievable, and 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 he keeps repeating it, and he he knows. Even Maureen Dowd has called him out for it yeah. from the New York Times. Yeah. You know, he knows of the criticism, and here he is telling this grieving family, "Oh, I know what it's like. It's me, yeah. me, me." It's a, I mean, you're right. You honor and you and you certainly feel sorry. People got mad at me for feeling sorry for the Biden family for their loss. No, oh. we're, we're we're Christian. We're compassionate. human decency. We, but but, but speaking but, of, but here but honestly here's the other thing when it is Biden and he says something that is blatantly untrue one of two things is possible either he is intentionally lying or he's just in such a deep fog that he actually believes it 
Yeah, but he's not in too deep a fog. He knows how to call Trump an effing <laughs> animal, so yes, he's, he's able. He's lucid enough to do that. He's got the yeah. profanity thing down. <laughs> he's got that pat right. down pat. All right, happy weekend, my friend. Happy uh, weekend, Mike. <laughs> See you Monday. We are ready for you. The Friday Mike Gallagher Show is at ten. As soon as we're done on six sixty a.m. The answer. 